0: Welcome to the Sigmund Cinema Podcast, where all things movie-related are broken down, discussed, put back together, and discussed some more. Here's your host, Sigmund.
1: hey hey hey, everybody welcome back to the podcast and I have a special special guest here and I will let her introduce herself um right now
0: oh gosh that's uh (laughs) that's kind of awkward (laughs) um so I'm Donna the dead um I pretty much consider myself a horror person horror lover horror geek horror nerd um and I'm typically known as the black chick that won't die in horror flicks. Um, My friends call me Honey of Horror. Um, Some people call me a little chocolate gore goddess. I don't know if I would go that far, but I am a humble horror nerd.
1: Sweet, sweet, sweet. And um, I don't even know how the heck we got acquainted on um, social media. It was probably definitely through somebody, but who was it? I don't know
0: you know i don't know i think we we follow a few of the same people and i think probably i saw one of your posts and was like hey i gotta follow this guy and i think it was one of your trivia quizzes too um that you do a lot that kind of got me hooked following you and all of your other spectacular days weapon crush wednesdays and (laughs) martial art mondays so yeah you you've got a lot of really cool themes i mean who wouldn't want to follow you you're
1: awesome such a sweetheart and Yep. Um. Got a, quite a bit of not a lot of followers, but you know I guess that's what happens when you don't buy followers. Ooh. Nope. No nope. shots taken. But now <laughs> that's just wrong. But um. Anyway. Um. Full discretion to my audience. Um. Donna is a sweetheart to come back. We actually tried to record this once before, but um. Um. Office internet connections were crap. So I. It think...
0: wasn't in the <laughs> cards. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah. There we go. And oh, man. You know, yeah, we pay we, my wife and I, we pay a lot of money for this office. So that, that was real pissed that day. But um, yeah,
0: I would have been pissed too.
1: <laughs> but now it's all good. And um, you know, like you said, it just wasn't in the cards. So
0: well, that's so. okay. I came back. It was the revenge of Donna.
1: So <laughs> 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 all these interesting subtitles, I like them. But um, no. So let's hop back on. What we we're what we are going to do today is do a countdown. Um, it's Halloween season, of course, and. You should be listening to this the day before or anytime around Halloween, but um, we're going to do a top five, one of the famous tropes in horror movies, the final girl trope. We're going to count down our respective top five final girls. And since you're the guest and I will give you the pleasure, we're going to read our list back and forth counting down. So um, Donna, if you will, let's start with your number five. Hop right into it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, So my number five is kind of an unconventional um, pick. I don't know if a lot of people think of her as a final girl, but um, Wendy Torrance from The Shining is um, probably a really underrated final girl. Um, She's just, you know, we see Wendy, everybody knows if you've seen this movie, which I'm sure everybody has seen The Shining at one point. She's very waifish, you know, um, (laughs) docile. And then she kind of has to, make sure she kind of gets her her what's the word um steal her loins and kind of (laughs) you know make sure that she gets her kid out of out of this crazy overlook hotel and her crazy maniacal husband who's now trying to kill the both of them um i think wendy is a great final girl because she is so um docile and so fragile and so weak but she still walked out and got into that snow cat and got the heck out of there
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and after um the maze too which is one of my favorite parts in the movie
0: oh that's a beautiful uh, part yeah the (laughs) the the, the lighting i'm I'm a i'm a cooper lover so that that's kind of my one of my favorite movies of his not my favorite but one of my favorites
1: here we go and um who is the actress who played Shelly Devall? Right, Shelley
0: Devall. Yeah, and
1: um, supposedly um, Kubrick sent her through hell <laughs> trying to get that performance out of her.
0: I believe and, um, it. I think he put everybody through like oh, a yeah. lot of hell in that movie. And even Scatman Crothers was like, "What do you want, Mr. Kubrick?" I think there was a story like he broke down. Like, what do you want? Because yeah. he was just one of those OCD directors. He knows what he wants, and he'll he'll do it a thousand times to get it. So yeah,
1: supposedly did with the famous. Um, you know, they were walking if you watch that scene again when they were walking back went up the steps when she was swinging a bat yeah and um yeah he supposedly did that over 50 times
0: yeah she looks physically exhausted i mean it's a great (laughs) performance but (laughs) yeah um but yeah she's my favorite um my my top five um a lot of people just don't think of her but she definitely is a final girl in my opinion
1: oh no that's yeah that's yeah definitely um gotta be yeah objective um it's a horror movie and yeah people just don't give it a credit and yeah you're right that's i'm i am did not think of that that's um so i already had a left field with the with the first choice
0: yeah i'm sure we're probably gonna have a few of the same <laughs> but but i'm glad that 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 um that was one that i think gets overlooked um but i'm interested to hear what your your oh, number yeah. five is
1: so my number five is interesting because I was going to choose it's, um, from a famous slasher horror series. And there's actually um, another movie coming out, another sequel. And so I'm choosing two people from this one horror series. And one usually doesn't get the recognition over the uh, at all, really, as, as much as the other does, because the other one is the, the star of the movie. So I'm talking about the Scream series and the character I'm talking about. Characters, uh-huh. Sydney Prescott and Gail Weathers.
0: Yeah, nobody so, really thinks about Gail.
1: Mm-mm. Not at all. It's always Sydney, But Gail, you know, um, definitely final girl, especially in the first two movies. And um, she even kills um, the first movie. Um, one of, well, is, is it really a spoiler? How old is the movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i don't think it's a spoiler by now
1: yeah definitely um um both of them together um, Gail as well as sydney um basically will save the remaining survivors and um you know kill the bad guy or guys and or women in some cases
0: <laughs> wow you know and and sydney's always she's a great final girl um uh, you mm-hmm. know she's she's uh, plucky and I actually um, posted something earlier this week Um, I don't know if you saw it but anyway it it was basically (laughs) like is she the only final girl that gave away her V card and still survived because I I don't remember another final girl that
1: Ooh, I wish I had thought about that that's some good research to do
0: (laughs) I'm just wondering I think the only one that I can think of um, maybe is Oh gosh I can't remember her name She was uh, Jenny in Friday the 13th part 2 Because clearly she wasn't you know, yeah, Pure and, and pure as snow But um, I'm just curious now I'm going to be thinking about that Like are there any yeah, other final girls Yeah
1: But yeah um, so Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell for um, in the Scream series even with The weaker entry in number 3 it's still a great series Especially to binge around um, um, Halloween season but um, yeah, so definitely um yeah, so Gail and Sydney for my number five. And because I'm the trivia guy, I always gotta throw one out. Um, scream four. Um, people, West Craven, um people don't it doesn't seem like it, and people really don't give him credit for it when he um the late great West Craven. Um he's he pays real close attention to detail, right? Mm-hmm. So in Scream Four, when you watch it again, notice that Sydney doesn't own a cell phone
0: she doesn't everybody else around her does even her agent
1: by by that point she's tired of it you know what I mean (laughs) yeah and anytime she uses a phone she's borrowing somebody else's phone or using a house phone
0: I did not even think about that
1: so for everybody watching the movies and then pay attention to that but let's move on Miss Donna let's go to your number four
0: okay so my number four is um Aaron played by the magnificent Sharnee Wilson in You're next. Um for what? She she was um Oh the movie, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah corny joke. <laughs> for what No, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. So so you're next. Um once again, this is a premise of we don't know much about this girl and she's uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, but she's meeting her fiance or boyfriend's family and these mass people come in and all hell breaks loose. And this woman apparently grew up and her dad was a survivalist and taught her how to do all of these traps and different ways to just demolish these people that are coming in to, to do harm to them. Um, I absolutely love her in this movie because she is just so plucky and so smart. Um, It starts out like you think she's gonna be like everybody else screaming and crying and hiding and she's like no i'm gonna make sure that we survive that's this is pretty much how this night's gonna go um so that's my my pick for number four she's just the ultimate badass um definitely a final girl and there's a little twist with that movie i don't want to ruin that but
1: no um definitely
0: definitely one of the top top five in my book
1: there we go and um i'm glad um I appreciate that you um, kept the spoilers down for this one because unfortunately still to this day a lot of people still haven't heard about this movie I know and, and oh by the way uh, we have the same number four <laughs> <So> <laughs> the, um, you
0: know people that watch movies we always have similar tastes so yeah
1: and I'm willing to bet this might be the only one we have
0: uh, probably that's
1: the same on this list but no but um, that's character... kind of
0: weird that that's your number four and that's my number four
1: yeah, I just figured, uh, but I should have known, but I know you know your movies. But no, this movie was, um, I'm going to that, not spoiling it, um, this movie is very underappreciated and underrated at the same time. I agree. And there's a reason for this. I remember we brought this up before. Um, so
0: Oh, right, because something, oh, the other yeah. movie that overshadowed it.
1: There we go. And this movie is technically a 2011 movie. But um, it, it had a hard time finding distribution, Um your Next that is, and it finally got a wide release in 2013. But unfortunately, there was another movie very similar that had a big studio behind it that got the most of the, well, all of the attention, and that's The Purge, uh, another home invasion movie. And if you ask me, Your Next is the superior movie over The Purge, as far as the home invasion movies that came out in 2013 and um well yeah basically you know what's your opinion on that one as far as those two movies
0: i mean i agree with you on that simply because your next takes us inside the house outside the house um it takes us to another location um where there's something else going on once again i don't want to spoil it for people (laughs) who haven't seen it but whereas the purge you know we get that they're Breaking into the house, but we've right. all seen Assault on Precinct Thirteen. We've all seen movies where they kind of defend the house, even even Home Alone to an extent, where they're <laughs> right. trying to break in. If it's a purge. We want to see what's going out in the world with purging, right. with it was people a great, doing that. It was a the
2: great. The premise album, was movie. good.
0: Right.
1: The premise was wasted for the first movie. Exactly. You know, um, you got this great premise: crime is legal for twelve hours in um, well, the United States. Right. Not just the Right. And yeah. um, crime is legal and then what, what do we do with that premise we stay inside a house
0: we stay inside
1: and um because i'm a film snob to a degree um the one thing that your next had another well, one of many things that your next had over the purge is um it set up its geography real well we know where everything where everyone is in relation to everyone else you know what mm-hmm. i mean
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: urge is there's little suspense because we don't have that. We know bad guys are in the house, but we don't know where they are in relation to the the good guys. And so there's no really sus- suspense to be built on that. And But anyway, um, <laughs> that's just my opinion on that. So.
0: No, I I agree with you on that. And and it's always one that kind of overshadows because people are, I guess, gravitating more. You know, you've got the mask and you've got people trying to break in. But mm-hmm. um, I agree with you that you're next had a better setup and a better follow through of that same kind of premise
1: and and also the more um, menacing villains you know um, like someone said I forget uh, someone I knew or video I watched they were like um, like the head dude in The Purge, the first one, he's like, oh, he's so cute.
0: <laughs> he's he's oh my really scary. <laughs> he looks like he should be ordering a latte at, at a Starbucks <laughs> or something. I but I guess that's
1: kind of what they were going for. But they didn't expect. but anyway, um, Your Next but, is the movie, people. So go rent, watch Your Next. Uh, look for it. It should be on streaming somewhere.
0: Well, let me ask you a question, though. What's Why that? did you pick her for your... your fi- What was it about her and her uh, final girl that you liked? oh
1: um well kind of what you said about the um so without giving away too much um they give it away in the the trailer so it's not really a spoiler is that um she seems she's gonna gonna be the damsel in distress or whatever something like that but she has Mm -hmm. all of these survival skills survivalist skills and um you know she doesn't just they don't just wait to the end you know she's keeping the people. The good guys are alive throughout the movie you know she's the like the only hope through the movie is right she's the strong character from when the crap starts until the end and i like that they, um they did it like that and it kind of flips uh flips the script a little so to speak but um well yeah, I, I
0: think that's the same reason that i liked it, it i didn't expect i, I expected something but I didn't know that that's what I was getting when I got it and I was very happy about it
1: and even um and even what it's telling you there's a twist in the movie you'll never see what it is and nope. so please go watch this movie it's a <laughs> great movie um you're next so speaking of next miss Donna let's go to your um number three
0: okay so for my number three um I also picked one that uh, a lot of people probably don't think about. Um, And that's Miss Jada Pinkett as, uh, well, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I can say that with the entanglement, but (laughs) um, as uh, Jerry Lynn in Demon Knight, um, I thought she was a great final girl, um, simply because you typically don't have final girls fighting demons. Mm. And um, she ended up being that final girl, um, outsmarting the demon. And not only that, but then she ends up being um, the next protector to kind of keep us and our world safe from demons um, by the end of it. Um, spoiler alert for anybody. We're going to give you a lot of spoilers.
2: <laughs> yes, it's a um, spoiler
0: alert. <laughs> we're talking Final Girls, so they know that they make it, so I don't think right. we we're hurting anybody. Um, <laughs> but, and then she also another spoiler alert, gets to be immortal because she's basically our, our hope to keep these demons at bay. And mm-hmm. um, i just thought it was really a good a good role um the movie is not 100 percent great but i have a lot of fun with it and i think everybody in it has a lot of fun with it and uh, what i also like about it too is that um, her character wasn't uh, a perfect person she clearly she was a criminal working in some kind of halfway house and you know people kind of talked to her like she was nobody and then she ends up being you know essentially our savior by the end of it so that i really liked um i she's she's definitely one of my um top five and plus, you know i gotta go throw a little sister in there yes. <laughs> of
2: course <laughs> you
0: gotta gotta have a, a, a sister savior because that's what we are so i i think um she's not my only but she's she's one of my favorite um her her being black doesn't have anything to do with it just in case anybody thinks that but <laughs> i just i like that character and i like the pluckiness of her and and how um she's kind of turned around to be greater than even she thought she could be
2: yes
1: yeah. and um like you said um demon knight it's not the it's not a horror classic but it's definitely better it's better than it really should be you know what i'm saying to be, yeah uh,
0: Um,
1: i guess the tales from the crypt um its first um theatrical release or whatnot mm-hmm. And I actually, I don't know, in my opinion, I think that actually hurt it. It being under the Tales from the Crypt. um, Under that
0: moniker, you think? Yeah, Yeah, probably. If it was like a standalone, it probably would have done a lot better. And then we talked about, um, what was it, Ernest Dickerson that directed it, correct? Um, yeah.
1: Awesome director. Fantastic cinematographer uh, who frequently did Spike Lee movies before he became his own director.
0: Right. So I I feel the same way. I I think you're right. I think if that hadn't been tagged onto it, it probably would have done a lot better. Um, maybe not turn people off that aren't into Tales from the Crib. Right. or maybe went in expecting something like the show and not getting what they wanted.
1: But um, um, no, yeah, Troy's definitely um, good old Jada Pinkett Smith. Little pause right there, but. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's funny to see her play. You mentioned that um, a lot of people seem to be having fun, especially uh, Billy Zane.
0: Oh, Billy Zane's having the best time <laughs> in that movie. I mean, he really is. It's You can tell he's just hamming yeah. it up and enjoying playing this demon guy who has no morals and has nothing to lose and thinks he's going to win. Um, but I digress. What's your number three?
1: Oh, and um, what is my number three? So <laughs> my number three, again, so I think this is the first one. Well, actually... Um no, it's not. Um, I think to all of yours so far, um, I've only been in one movie. Which is um let's see, one, two, yeah, so far, but here I have another multiple movie final girl. Okay. And she is <laughs> from everybody's favorite Razor Knife, <laughs> <laughs> smart talking slasher in the dreams. She is from A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5. And her character is um, Alice Johnson, played by Lisa Wilcox.
0: Well, that's a good one. I don't think I would have thought of her. Mm -hmm.
1: And she is um, one of the few who have been in, um, actress and character-wise, who has been in multiple movies and survived. Well, actually, I think she's the only one that has been in uh, multiple movies and survived. And a lot of you are gonna say, what well, about Heller, Heather cap um, So she was in one and three as Nancy, right? Mm-hmm. But she died in the third one as Nancy. And she played herself in New Nightmare. So I don't think that counts.
0: No, I wouldn't count the New Nightmare at all.
1: Right. But um, so yeah, Alice, um or at Wilcox has, as her character, Alice Johnson is the only one in the series to appear and survive in multiple movies. And um, although Part Five is not a lot of people's favorite, mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's all right. I think it has um, it has one of my favorite kills in it. But anyway, back to her. Um, part Five actually, I think it was, and you could speak more about this than I can. Um, being a woman, I like they took they really took a chance. This is late '80s when Part Five came out. They took a chance with that story of um you know, they touch on um this is a cheesy supposed to be teen slash fleet, but they're touching on, um, you know, um teen pregnancy and um abortion and whatnot. And it's kinda yeah, actually,
0: heavy. You that know. is pretty heavy for that for that time. Right. I
1: agree. And um I think they handled it as well as they could, but um you know, and and Lisa Wilcox, I think, for an, an actress in a nightmare on Elm Street movie, she's um she turns in a rather decent performances in both movies you know she starts out as the shy and timid girl from the in the fourth movie and you know the topic that we're talking about becomes the strong final girl Mm -hmm. and same thing with the second one she's in um the same but a little bit different circumstances and you know she turns in a a rather decent performance i think that doesn't get um, a lot of credit as far as movies like that go but definitely um Yeah, so Alice Johnson is my number three.
0: That's a really good pick. I'd be honest, I would have never put that even in the back of my head. So I'm kind of mad that I didn't
2: Just on
0: what you said alone, I I really feel like I need to go back and watch those now.
1: I mean, um, I'm binging quite a few of these series. So that's why a lot of them are fresh in my head. And and, um, yeah, because I probably wouldn't, if I... If you just tell me to come up with a list off the top of my head, I wouldn't have thought of her.
0: Yeah, that's outstanding. (laughs) No, seriously, man. I'm I'm (laughs) kind of pissed that I didn't think
1: about that. Oh, no. I like, um, no, where are we at? Um, You're on number two
0: already? We're on number two, yeah.
1: Oh, all right. Let's move ahead. Go on, Miss Donna.
0: So my number two is another one that I feel is underrated, and that would be um, Selena, uh, played by the beautiful Naomi Harris in 28 Days Later. Ooh,
1: it's my, my baby mama. But yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get in line. <laughs> There's a lot of baby mamas nah. out there. All right.
1: Now, you said... So, um, Now, that's a fantastic pick.
0: So, uh, let me tell you, I love her in this movie. Um, one, because it's a complete role reversal um, up until maybe the last 10 minutes of the movie. She's for... Um, a better way i guess i'm saying she was the more masculine um and mr murphy was like actually more of the the lady like just kind of <laughs> yeah. i don't know what's going on help me wait for me do don't run don't leave me um and she was just kind of like yeah no if you turn into one of these things i'm going to kill you that's yeah, it i life.
2: don't
0: i don't care i'll do it in a heartbeat and um I love her because, well, one, I love the machete. I think that's just a really (laughs) cool, cool weapon. Um, I'm sorry, just full disclosure you people, I like knives and I like swords. And machete was just like, wow, I've never seen a woman use a machete. This is great. Um, (laughs) So, but the the thing I like about her the most is that she comes across very tough and um, hard uh, and kind of breaking these rules down to him. And there's this point where uh, they they encounter him and um, it's her and another gentleman and they're saving Killian Murphy and um, basically she's like well so are you trying to get with me or do you want to survive because I don't have time for any of this small chit chat stuff <laughs> yeah our right. goal is to survive and so she's basically just a guy. She's you know, very strong, determined, and I think it speaks volumes as a black woman that she's very um, strong, and she's trying to keep this unit together when they meet up with the dad and um, his daughter. They're kind of like this little makeshift family, and she's just wanting to keep everybody safe. But she still has a, a vulnerability to her. Um, you can tell that she's still trying to process all of this and where her place is and what she needs to do. Um, once again, I love it up until the last 10 minutes of the movie. I still love the movie, but they, they kind of just make her like the girl and then she has to be rescued. Um, not that women don't like to be rescued, but I just feel like how <laughs> if she's already this this tough and this, this strong, she shouldn't need to have somebody save her. <laughs> that was my only problem with it. Um, I love Danny Boyle. I have no problem with him but I wish they had kept her on a kind of even keel yeah. with that with how she was at the beginning but it also speaks to me as a black woman how we're tough on the outside but then we're really sensitive on the inside um, but we kind of hold our families together so I I identify with her a lot and once again I like the machete did I say I like the machete? <laughs>
1: no he <you> did.
0: <laughs> um, and I feel like once again I think we talked about this I feel like Robert Kirkman had a that that was the prototype for michonne i feel like in some way even in the back of his mind subconsciously that's why michonne is such a a strong woman um and has that sword and kind of that strong aspect at least in the comics and in the show she she is the same way to a fault but um that's my number two
1: No, i wouldn't (laughs) doubt it and if that was definitely an um, inspiration and um 28 days later um i don't know i think um a lot of people I talk to don't really talk about that movie, and few. I, I will go. I think it's fair to call it a tad underrated. What would you say? Just a tad.
0: I think it's a tad, but then I think people get muddled because they want to say, "Oh, it's not a zombie movie." Yes, we know it's not a zombie movie. It's still a horror movie. How do you feel about that? <laughs> right. Part yes. Of there me? you go. Don't get caught up in what kind of infection it is. <laughs> Just right do you enjoy the ride? But I, I think it's one that's a little underrated. I mean, I it, obviously it did well because they did 28 weeks later, oh, yeah. um, but I I loved that one just for the bare bonesness of it and that we don't, these people aren't like super, I mean, there are a lot of famous people in this movie, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, to, to use somebody like Naomi Harris and not go for a conventional actress of the time, I thought was really cool um, and she's, yeah delightful how can you not like those beautiful woman <laughs> on the screen oh yeah and um, we're gonna
1: try and circle back to something that has um something to do with your number two and I believe you're a number three but we're gonna circle back around to that and okay so but no that's um Naomi Harris is good pick in um another um, decent movie you know, 28 Days Later by um Danny Boyle and like you said, I think I had that argument with somebody. Oh, it's not a zombie movie. That argument. It um. But yeah, that's that's that. So ooh, it's my number two. Mhm. <laughs> so this is interesting. Um, because my number two final girl is actually that uh, a girl, a child, and another multiple movie survivor. <laughs>
0: wow, you keep pulling these out of the hat. <laughs>
1: Oh no, why is it coincidence? So, we're uh, we're going with um another popular series in The White William Shatner Mask Wearing Slasher. <laughs> and uh, this character is Jamie Lloyd played by Danielle Harris.
2: Oh my
0: god,
1: she is the final girl of Halloween 4 and Halloween 5. Thanks That's again.
0: a good pick.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you.
0: No, and really. So, that's a really good because you know it's hard enough being a final girl but you're an actual girl not even a woman
1: right and you know um, and credit a lot of credit to um Danielle Harris who's become um, uh, a screen queen herself
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, but yeah she was 10 um, 10 and 11 I think when she did these movies. And, you know, watching behind the scenes um, makings of it, she was a real pro, you know, more so than some grown people you've seen making movies. But um, to the character, Jamie Lloyd, um, yeah, um, there's a lot of, um, you know, when you see her in danger and peril or whatnot, um, you know, she gives a, a very good performance. And you, pr- a lot of people probably say, oh, she's a t- child, she was probably scared for real but um no the, um the gentleman who played michael myers in um four and five um you know they they made sure to take off the mask and you know joke around with her so she right ever so this, this is this is a really genuine good performance that's coming from jamie lloyd and four and five or five more so is when they start to go down that whatever the hell they were trying to do with that story you know, <laughs> and the man in the black but um you know she was still good and she was traumatized in the fifth one so that's another i think that performance is actually a tad better than a, in one in the fourth movie but no that's my choice i don't want to ramble on and um now any any thoughts on this choice i think
0: i think that's a excellent choice and you know you never once again you never think of of children um and you're right her performance in that is really exceptional uh, and it's not it doesn't come across as a uh, stage actor or you know like um no offense to the the fannings <laughs> but you know sometimes Dakota fan it's like that's an adult and a child's body but she comes across as a child <laughs> you know giving a really heart wrenching performance so when you see her crying or screaming or you really feel for her um yeah. and it's it's a really good performance man I wish I had thought of that one
1: <laughs> no nose no it's uh, quite alright um wait a minute are we on your number one
0: now we are on my number one. Boom,
1: hmm, this is interesting. If you have my number one, <laughs> I don't know. I, I might switch it you on. Know, yeah, I'll let you know. I won't
0: doubt that I have your number one. So um,
1: well, let's go so ahead. This
0: this was hard. Um, and I know it's going to be cliche. I'm
1: sorry. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by the build up. Now go I ahead.
0: Know it's go- I know it's going to be cliche. Lori Strode is my number one final girl.
1: Ooh. Yeah, she was um my honorable mention. But Okay.
0: See, we didn't have the same one. <laughs> so, obviously, Lori is a virgin. <laughs> but I what I like about her is no matter how how menacing he was, her thought was to keep those kids safe. Um she did everything she could to make sure that they were they were out of harm's way um she fought back with that little knitting needle through the eye and oh yeah um i i don't know there's something about well you know and then she's hollywood legacy so like her mother being um janet lee it it, oh, it yeah. kind of makes lee sense curtis. yeah um but jamie lee curtis is, her performance is so great because she's vulnerable mm-hmm. but she's still plucky i mean she still doesn't give up and she even when she's exhausted and she's like oh my gosh, what am I, you know, what am I gonna do? And she falls and, you know, she's she's human. It's not like she's um, like the super powered, oh, I'm gonna get this guy. She's like terrified and you're terrified for her. Um, and it doesn't matter how many times I've watched this movie. I always just love her as the final girl. Cause you know, she's like, it was the boogeyman. And he's like, yeah, it was, you know, she's, she's traumatized beyond belief. Like she's gonna need <laughs> copious amounts of therapy to deal with this. But there's something about her that is just—I think I can—the audience identifies with her. You feel for her, you empathize for her, and then you're happy that she actually survived. Unlike her friends, who, for lack of a better term, were loose and they got whatever was going on. Um, but yeah, she's she's definitely my top five um, because even when we think, "Oh my God, this is going to be it for this poor woman," she she makes it through. It's it's. Um, right. It's one of those performances I just love. I'll watch it probably a hundred times, even when it's not Halloween.
1: Yeah, I just rebought it for like the 18th time. Just um, <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, it's a, um, a limited edition still book. I'm a collector dude like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. Deep Right is. Um, no, that's um, not cliche. I mean, and you'll see what my number one pick is. And, But yeah, you can't be mad at you now, Donna. <laughs> You open up a whole can of worms pick.
0: I mean, it's just, it's because good. I took a
1: note with this in case one of us <laughs> picked it. So, uh, Lori Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Right. Halloween one, Halloween two, then Halloween H2O, Halloween Resurrection, then <laughs> Halloween 2018. So, Halloween 2018 is a direct sequel to Halloween 78. Right. But then again, Halloween two, 1981 movie is a sequel to the Halloween 78, but Halloween 2018 ignores it. Mm-hmm. It's the direct sequel of 78. And that ignores Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection.
0: Which I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um you know, um, <laughs> so it's it's the timeline here. I guess is whichever one you want to choose is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could, yeah. hey, if you want to watch a double feature, watch Halloween 78 and Halloween 18, or watch Halloween 1 and Halloween 2.
0: I mean, I look at it as one of those. I don't know if you remember as a kid, I'm probably dating myself. They used to have these choose your own adventure books. Yeah. That's, that's what I, that's what this is. Choose your own Halloween great example. adventure.
1: Yeah, but still, dumb. fuck Halloween Resurrection. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to make him parental. <laughs> Advisory episode, but it's I'm worth. I'm glad
0: it. you said it. I didn't. See it.
1: But I can't fault Jamie Lee Curtis, man. She got paid three million dollars for. No,
0: man. I, I would show up for three million dollars. Two days Kidding me? Two. Well, how long was she in the movie? Like ten minutes. Yeah. I mean.
1: So. <laughs> anywho, <laughs> but no, that's a fantastic pick. And um, when Jamie Lee Curtis was um, doing promotion for the Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. she was on one of these morning shows and. I have all the respect in the world for Jamie Lee Curtis, but this just took it through the stratosphere. She's a respected actress, period, right? Right. You know, she does comedy, action, horror. And she said this on the show. She says, I know who I am and what my legacy is. She said, when I die, it's going to say Halloween actress Jamie Lee Curtis has passed away. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, she and she's not ashamed of being a scream queen, you know? No. And I'm like, man, that's that's fantastic. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, just...
0: They shy away from it. It's like, oh, that, that's something I did when I was younger. That's right. not who I am. Um, just to give you a side note while mm-hmm. we're on here really quickly, um, Halloween 2018 was actually filmed in my home state. And
2: really?
0: I could not get off work to be an extra. <laughs> Oh, really? it was <laughs> yes. It was like in different locations in uh South Carolina for you people who don't know. I live in South Carolina. Oh, man. Um and there's a there's a scene um actually where um they go to the um, insane asylum and he's holding up the mask
2: <laughs> and he's um, standing <laughs>
0: on that yeah, and he's standing on that little checkerboard yeah. floor. That's actually at the Citadel um our uh, military of. college. Yeah. So they filmed a lot of it um, and even at my mother-in-law's bowling alley, they filmed um, some scenes around that bowling alley area. And wow, I was supposed to go crazy. there one night and be an extra and I could not get off work Oh go.
1: man, that's,
0: <laughs> So that's like a horror fan's that's worst crazy. I nightmare. Didn't,
1: I didn't know that at all. I'm just assuming yeah. in California somewhere.
0: No, I think they did a lot in South Carolina and North Carolina. They probably did do some in California, wow. but a lot of it, like especially when uh, her granddaughter is getting chased, uh, a lot of that was in like Mount Pleasant and Wow. All of these places, and I was like, That's some
1: weird. Um, I mean, not saying anything about where you live, but you know, that's not you usually don't have a lot of movies,
0: right? They don't in South Carolina, it, it's very slim at best. And I was like, The one time they're filming a horror movie in South yeah, Carolina, can't, I not can't just even any participate. horror movie, um, not just any horror <laughs> movie, like the slasher movie, yeah, slasher movies. Okay, I'm I'm, 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 I'm no, that's be. funny.
1: Um, I'm glad you said that because you remind me of something. So, Halloween. Um, the series mostly takes place in Haddonfield, Illinois, right?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, me, I'm born and raised Chicago, Illinois, so I'm a kid when this is coming out. I'm like, man, um, like, mom, dad, or my brother, like, well, let's go to Haddonfield. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was like, Haddonfield is in California. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm like, what? Just like Shermer, Illinois, for the John Hughes And all
0: of the John Hughes movies. There is no Shermer. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's that's amazing.
1: I didn't, I didn't I didn't even think to research that. I just assumed California.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, some of the scenes probably were, but a lot, the majority of the scenes were filmed here. And it just mm-hmm. killed me that I could not be in it for five minutes. Even yeah, some of our sucks. local gas stations, I was like, what?
1: And I'm, I'm going to circle back to that. And, um, okay. But yeah, we had to get. um So yeah, um, my number one, enough with the buildup.
0: Yay, your number one. So,
1: my number one final girl another multiple movie final girl
0: oh man you are really pulling
1: them out here <laughs> that's just a this. I didn't plan it that way but this one might I don't know Lori Laurie Strode is Laurie you can't be mad that you chose that one but this one so um I'm gonna name the character and see if you could guess the movie cause I oh gosh <laughs> so the character is Kirsty K-I-R-S-T-Y-M oh I already,
0: know <laughs> I already know the film I already know the film What's that? I already know the film series that you're talking about. Oh, she yeah. almost
1: was one of my... <laughs> <laughs> so you already know. And, right. Um, so everybody knows. So Kirsty Cotton is from the Hellraiser series.
2: Um,
1: uh, awesome audience. And um, she's played by um, Ashley Lawrence. And um, so we know she's in one and two, right? Mm-hmm. People forget that Ashley Lawrence came back for another movie, another Hellraiser movie, Hellseeker. And, what um,
0: number was that
1: one? Hellseeker is the I know, fifth movie, that the if sixth? I'm not mistaken. Okay,
0: fifth movie. Okay.
1: Yeah, Hellraiser, um, Hellseeker. And she comes back, and um, Hellraiser Hellseeker is um, have you ever seen it? Do you remember it?
0: I don't remember it. I know I've seen it because my husband's like a Hellraiser, like nut. Like he has to watch all of those so movies.
1: This is a way to remember if you've seen it or not. So Mr. Mayhem himself was in a movie.
0: I already
1: got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for you people who watch TV, like all of us, Dean Winters—he's the mayhem guy from the um, insurance commercials. Um, I forget which insurance company it is. Uh, screw him, I think in That Allstate,
0: maybe. Allstate, or State, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: Allstate has, um, yeah, like a hundred different mascots. So, yeah, that's the movie with Dean Winters, and it was pretty interesting because I saw the movie. It was just on the TV, and I started watching it, and like a quarter of the way in, and I didn't know it was a Hellraiser movie. Right and cuz of the way it goes. I think it's actually one of the better ones. And um so take a look. But anyway, um Kirsty Kirsty Cotton um and, uh old yeah, um Ashley Lawrence. I'm trying to think of her name. But yeah, I love the Hellraiser movies and and I think um she was yeah, she was just fun a fun final girl to have, you know, you you root for her and when all this crap is going on and like I said who doesn't like um, Pinhead or um, the Hellraiser movies even though some of them are questionables but (laughs) hell it's always good to see Doug Bradley as Hellraiser I don't care about those other movies
0: exactly it really is um Mm -hmm. man that's so she was one that I I had on my list and I was like but I gotta I gotta take her off I had to kind of go and just do like all of the selection because I had so many final girls that's a great pick though I mean and you're right, Thank she you. survived multiple movies, and um, dare I say, even in the second yes. one, the, the little girl that um was in the institution, right. she was a good final girl, as That's well. That's true,
1: yeah. And um, and it's also my number one given the the weight of the type of villain that it is, and you know, and she survives him three times or them, the um, the Cenobites or whatever, and yeah but yeah that's um that is so um do a rundown of your top five and we're gonna move on just for a couple of minutes
0: okay so <laughs> once again uh, my top five um i started out with wendy um Torrance from the shining uh, my number four was aaron from your next um number three was jerry lynn from demon knight number two was selena from 28 days later and number one was laurie strode from the halloween films
1: excellent excellent mr burns but (laughs) (laughs) right when i said that i'm like man you smell but no um so my rundown is um gail and sydney from the scream series um of course we had the same number four and aaron hansen from your next Number three, Alice Johnson from Nightmare 4 and 5. Number two, Jamie Lloyd from Halloween 4 and 5. And number one, Kirsty Cotton from Hellraiser 1, 2, and Hellseeker, which is the fifth movie in the series, if I'm not mistaken. So, <laughs> oh, yes, Miss Donna. <laughs> All right, so you, so Proclaim your bell your your bill, <laughs> <So proclaim laughs> yourself to be um, a horror nut or horror aficionado. And I know you
0: did not bring quizzes to this to this. Oh, no, 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 no! I'm not gonna quiz you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to talk about um the genre of horror in general and something specific. So I think, when I think, well, yeah, it's not a cold hard fact. you tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the horror genre is the most versatile genre in cinema. And what I mean by that is I think horror has the most legitimate subgenres when it comes to movies and I
0: can see that that's that's actually a good point.
1: And what I mean by that is, I mean, name uh, one of your favorite horror movies, like randomly.
0: Uh, the Thing. John does The Thing.
1: The Thing. Bam. There we go. I think that's on my little list. So The Thing. Horror is the horror um, genre, subgenre, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, name another horror movie, you know, random.
0: Well, let me go back to that. So mm-hmm. it also is a sci-fi, but it also is a body horror
1: you know what yeah that's hell um let's just stay with thing (laughs) um body horror we're gonna get to another um one of my favorite directors who's the king of that but the thing for now um what do you say body horror and sci-fi Uh and also it's a a mystery it is you know
0: (laughs) so it's yeah it does have a lot of subgenres. So when you said body horror, were you referring to uh, Cronenberg?
1: Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just that, up, um, his
0: his movies are a lot like that. You know, the fly is it's sci fi, it's body yes. horror, it's it's monsters. Um, if we could throw that in there.
2: Mm, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. And, and uh what else? Um, I just picked up shivers the other day. And, I love um, that movie. For you youngins, um, shivers is, man. I think that movie's came out mid seventies.
0: Yeah, mid or close to the end, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's definitely like um forty years old. Um, actually saw that movie at um twenty five hour movie marathon, and the actress was there, the main actress in the movie, who end up. Well, I don't want to give any spoilers,
0: but <laughs> no, you don't want to. Give, you have to let them ride that. No, nineteen seventy five oh wow
1: yeah so it's yeah it's up there i would have loved
0: to have been in the theater when that actually debuted that would have that had to freak people out
1: yeah and oh i was about to say something that was spoiled. i'm glad i didn't i I literally caught myself (laughs) (laughs) but yeah going back to that um uh, i was talking about how versatile i think um horror is um like well we had we tackle body horror you said video jerome right
0: I didn't but that's one that's another one of Cronenberg's that's it's it's horror and it's body horror um -hmm. I love how he always puts organic and inorganic things together um I I like all of the subgenres of horror you know you've got psychological horror you have got slashers you've got the gore stuff like evil dead um dead Mm -hmm. alive you've got um found footage films um paranormal
1: um, horror comedy horror I mean yeah. it's a plethora and, uh, what did you say You, I'm going to ask you this question because I will respect whatever your answer is <laughs> this is starting to come up every year around Halloween like like um, we're, if we're talking about seasonal questions that have to do with movies this is coming up like is Die Hard a Christmas movie this one question right here is starting to come up and it's splitting mm-hmm. people when it comes to um, is Silence of the Lambs a horror movie.
0: I consider it a psychological horror movie. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it is the the man eats people. I mean, what more do you want? But it's it's a psychological horror. Yes. And and if you look at it, um, even something like Get Out is a psychological horror. Right. It's a psychological
1: horror. horror. That was. Um,
0: one of the ones that i like and a lot of people don't really talk about or probably don't appreciate as much as i do is there's a movie called session nine i don't know if you've ever okay that's Mm -hmm. a psychological horror movie i mean it's terrifying it's it is a terrifying concept to be um well the concept is they're going to um, renovate this old asylum and their fears start coming out and you know there's we're not sure if there's somebody in this asylum if it's just them going mad Uh, i love psychological horror. Um it's mm. one of those ones that my mother she she liked that over the gore. She preferred the psychological <laughs> ones than the gore, um, even That's though you know. she took me to like the goriest movies ever. Um but yeah, it's yeah. totally a horror movie and I hate boy people is that nitpick too. about it. Oh my gosh. And which one?
1: Session 9. Boy, um I wish I had a pair of sunglasses here. Well, it looks like this movie is a psychological horror. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, Caruso. David
1: Caruso was in that movie.
0: So yeah, I mean, you know, body horror movies. Um, uh, it, uh, horror has a lot of subgenres, and my favorite, my absolute favorite horror yes. subgenre, is the western horror. Don't ask why. I love mm. westerns and I love horror, but like um, Bone Tomahawk, um, Near oh, Dark. I,
2: I... <laughs> yes
0: you know near dark um even the old ones like uh, billy the kid versus dracula i just like western (laughs) horror um because i love westerns and if you give me a good western horror i'm sold even something like um uh ravenous ravenous is kind of like a yeah that's true oh i love that movie the cinematography in that movie alone is like I love it. Go ahead. There were a lot of sick. complaints
1: about that movie. Um, not about the movie itself being good or bad, but the content of the movie. Because um, what I was giving away, giving away too much, um, the um, cannibalistic aspect of it. Yeah. And yeah, that freaked out a lot of people were actually complaining to like theater management. Really? Yeah. I heard I read a little um, story. I forget where I read it, but yeah, it was um, a lot of complaints about that.
0: Well, Four let three. me ask you a question really Four quick six. before you ask me your question. Do you consider American Psycho a horror film? I do. I it's, do um, too.
1: It's a. Um, want won't say it's a stretch. It's um, technically, dude, is a slasher. <laughs> He's.
0: It's a slasher and also a psychological right. horror. Definitely. So, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You were gonna ask me. I'm sorry.
1: No. Um. You said something about. Um. I gotta. Now this movie is drastically. It's a sequel. It's drastically different from its predecessor. But there's an element that has to do with um. there's a western element in it because there's a couple of cowboys in it. The movie itself is goofy. And uh, purposely so. And um, the movie is House 2 the second story. <laughs> now do you remember what I'm referring to when I said that?
0: I I do remember <laughs> and it's so funny that you said that because I think that's on the menu for us to watch this weekend because we haven't yeah. watched that in quite a while. <laughs> because think about
1: this dumb, Donna, as silly and non-harmful as that movie is, the main villain in that movie is scary. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember him.
0: Vaguely. That's why I have to watch it again.
1: And, yeah, when you watch it, we'll talk about it, but yeah, check out House 2 and you'll see um, the main villain. Um, God dog it. I think somebody famous played him. But um,
0: yeah, I think we'll have it was John Ratzenberger. Back rattenberger is in that i think you're right
1: yeah and then yeah it's it's real this dude is real creepy i mean just, i can't explain it. you have to go take a look at it okay but i'm definitely anyway. gonna
0: have to watch that this weekend
1: but yeah and um another subgenre of horror which um and this is crazy because i introduced um every kid that should see this movie it wasn't a hit when it came out and actually the original cast got back together they're going to do some type of um, reunion special so family horror. And um, i'm talking about hocus pocus. And I, I, have, intre-
0: n- I have nothing to say about.
1: <laughs> <Pocus. laughs> you no, know, you don't like it or nothing because you haven't seen it.
0: I I i'm going to get a lot of hate for this I don't see the big appeal to hocus pocus. Oh, it's, um... I think Ooh, it's cute. Some... I do. I think it's mm-hmm. very cute. But I would rather see Karen uh, Norman or or please any... say another
1: one. I want you to say. <laughs> there's a, there's another uh, family horror that's my favorite.
0: Now you, you know. Go ahead. No, um, no. You said okay.
1: You don't see the appeal. Um, that
0: could... it's not
1: the best movie. By by any means, it's um. It just it's just it, blown it up the, so
0: much though people yeah. are like clamor. like I, I feel like people are saying they like it because they don't want to say that they don't like it
1: <laughs> you know what i, I mean? think there's a lot of that in there i gotta be honest um yeah because it has a, it has a really heavy cult following and i think because um yeah it is a disney movie right
0: yeah i think it is a disney Yeah,
1: and that muscle that's behind it i think they blew it back up and
0: i think that's what it is i i really do because if for some reason, for years you've had people that were like, "Oh, it's okay, it's cute." And like the last few months, it's been out of this world with people saying, "Oh, Hocus Pocus is the best horror movie." Yeah, no.
1: it, it's been doing that for like the last of a bunch of years because like i would rather watch
0: the Adams Family movies. Once that, <laughs> that, and they were well, like... no the Adams Family movies actually good. I mean, uh, exactly. I mean, they're mm. ho- they're horror, but they're horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coraline, <laughs> Paranorman, Monster House. I- I'm. Fine. So what, I gotta ask you about this one,
1: um, because I think this is actually one of the best. So once again, for you youngins, um, there was a character who came out in the '80s, and um, his name was in the title of all the movies that he did, um, before his untimely um passing, um, Jim Varney, and um, I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, the earnest movies and in particular this case, Ernest Scared Stupid. Now
2: what's <laughs> from your uh, you,
0: you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually it, I'm gonna get flack for this too. I actually I actually like that. Movie.
2: <laughs> oh you actually like it.
0: I actually do. I, there's I something so silly about that that goofy little man. <laughs> I could have the worst day, and if I watch
1: that no, movie, love it. I'm i it. gonna be scared stupid. I think it's better to Pocus. Hocus, so we both gonna get some hate on it.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you a hundred and ten percent on that. But Hands yeah, no, down. Was,
1: yeah, but now of course I had I couldn't bring family um, horror up without bringing up Pocus Pocus. And um,
0: you, you brought it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I don't think it's the classic Everybody wants it to be It's a cult classic
0: It's a cult classic And I, I'll give them that But you know for family Halloween horror They, they could do much better That's, but you know, that's all crazy. I wanted to say.
1: Um, As far as family horror goes A movie that I Thought we got brought up A lot mm-hmm. That doesn't get brought up at all Is um And I think I know what the reason is I think I just answered my own question right now So, the movie I'm referring to that doesn't get brought up a lot, it does, for like hardcore fans, is Beetlejuice.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Around, and I think the reason it doesn't get brought up around this time as much as I think it should, which is a lot, is because of The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's the Tim Burton connection. Right. I think Tim Burton counsels himself out. Now, I know Tim Burton didn't direct The Nightmare Before Christmas, but he, you know,
0: it's his hand. We all yeah, know his, his hands hand. are all it's over
1: it. He, <laughs> yeah. he did everything but direct it. He basically didn't direct it because scheduling uh, conflicts or whatever. That's how but... I
0: feel whenever I watch Poltergeist. I know Steven Spielberg didn't direct it, but yeah. um I yeah. just um
1: so um people you who listen to me regularly, um my last episode featured um Sharina Sigmund, my sister, and mm-hmm. we had a text conversation, I don't think she mind. She's a um, Big Center foul like me, and she just it just skipped her mind. She like, oh man, I didn't know Toby Hooper directed wrote the case. Yeah. <laughs> and, Cause you know, like,
0: it feels like Spielberg all the way through.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's controversies, like, you know, people saying he did basically co-direct the movie, but Yeah, but anyway, um, no, we could go obviously <laughs> this is yours. Yeah, genre, we, could we could go on and it. on.
0: Yeah, but no, I just wanted
1: to bring that up and I wanted to bring that up to talk about this. Um, uh, what do you think the current state, you know, even before the COVID crap happened with the movie theaters, but even before that um the state of horror is? Is it getting stronger than ever? Do you think it's um weak weakening or like what's your opinion of um my, genre? My
0: my personal opinion is it they're getting too comfortable. Like, I don't know. I guess because I grew up I'm 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 old as you said for you youngins i'm an older person um i grew up in the 80s so when i was a teen in the 80s horror was was like bursting with all of these different things we had all of these different subgenres that you were talking about Mm -hmm. and everybody was creative and i think i still like horror now but it's not I find myself going back and watching the classic stuff or the older stuff more than I watch the new stuff, unless it's something that's really innovative and really new. Um, You know, the the Jordan Peele, Get Out and Us, those kind of Mm -hmm. wowed me. Um, Ari Oster's Midsummer and Hereditary, those wow me. Mm -hmm. But it's some of, of, in some ways, I feel like it's kind of dwindling. Um, We don't have that kind of, uh, slasher mode like we used to we really need yeah. to have a new slasher kind of mode going um zombies have been done to death which is great and uh, trust me my name wouldn't be donna the dead if i if i didn't <laughs> like zombies um and and, and and that movie in particular the the 78 version um is why that name even came about but um i feel like some some things i just feel are just they're just out for shock value there's a movie out um and once again i'm gonna get so much flack for this but (laughs) the terrifier movies i'm just maybe i'm
2: just
0: yeah i just don't it doesn't do anything for me whereas i can watch something like martyrs um the the 2008 version um um, and it's it's gory and it's visceral, but but there's a, a lot of meat to it. It's not just the, the gore. There's like a substance to it. Oh so- Donna, I'm
1: sorry to interrupt you. Um um you brought up a terrifier. Um we I think we skipped over another um subgenre, torture porn.
0: Torture porn. <laughs> we did we did <laughs> skip over that.
1: You know, um like you said, um a lot of substance has been lost.
0: Yeah, and, because and of it's those not-
1: type of movies. But go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no, and it's not to say that that's—it's not my cup of tea. So I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy that people like it, and you know, um, something that might be great for me might be boring to somebody else. But I—I I want my gore to have a story, or at least something fun or substance with it. You know, the Evil Dead movies are gory, but they also have humor, and there's—yeah, there's stuff there. There's there's stuff there to grip and keep me focused. Whereas, and I just don't want to see somebody hacking somebody up and there's no plot, no no reason or rhyme to it. It's just there. Um, I felt like Rob Zombie kind of went that way on a lot of yeah. his movies. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, ah, that's that's not what I wanted to see. But okay, I watched it and I can say I officially watched it. Um, but I think it's waning in some ways. And then I think it's it's got a resurgence in some ways with um, with those people um, that we talked about, Ari Aster and Jordan Peele. They're kind of turning horror into what they want to see, which is great, because it's it's beautiful, it's still cinematic, and it's still scary as all get out. And um,
1: and you mentioned, I, I think, a couple of movies. I'm um, sorry, not a, mm-hmm. um, from Blumhouse. Um, is I think they're doing a good part with keeping the genre um, kind of fresh.
0: I think so too. Yeah. And
1: um, but yeah, um, definitely what you were saying is about it waning a bit is um. Yeah because uh, <laughs> I keep going back to this episode. because I guess uh, I know what a big portion of my audience is so kiddos under a certain age <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm um, going back um there's a lot of debates online social media about um is eight a- the 80s um even the 70s people I think brought up um the 70s and the 80s um, the greatest um decade or decades for horror um whatever subgenre that the movies fall under and you know it's um kind of hard to argue against that
0: and i you know i can't really i'm i'm a little biased obviously because i grew up watching them but at the same time if you look at the content of movies that horror movies there were so many that came out in the 80s and yes some of them were obviously rip-offs of other ones but then some of them were so inventive and different and went in different territory you know it it was a to me it was a boon of how creative people could be and the different types of way that they could scare us and I don't really get that same feeling um I I like the horror movies that are good that I see but I don't feel like it has the same Punch as it used to. I, yeah. I wish it did. Like I really want to see a a, re, a new slasher, a new set of Final Girls. You know, just things that we've already talked about. I want to see that, but in a fresh take. I don't want to see the old hackneyed, and I don't want to <laughs> see it as a reboot either. I don't want you to be like, oh, I'm rebooting Friday the 13th. I don't want to see a reboot of that. Do something else yeah, <laughs> and make that new and let me watch that.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, we went through um, a phase mostly in the mostly in the 2000s of uh, everything was getting rebooted remade right. the um
0: my bloody valentine friday the yeah. 13th oh my gosh
1: and the japanese horror they remade like every oh, one of those every um, last so american one. movies so yeah and um that's probably one of the weakest decades for horror 2000s yeah, yeah. but um yeah definitely um appreciate your, your take on that um like i said earlier it's this is the Halloween episode, it's the Halloween season, so a lot of people, you know, they're doing a 31 days of um, horror or Halloween movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of these movies come back up or rediscovered or discovered, period. So,
2: you know, I hopefully... think I would, I
0: would advise people to just Go outside of your box, even if you think it's boring because you may find something that will blow your socks off. Mm -hmm. You just you just don't know. And um, I, I don't like I like suggesting movies to people when I know that it's one that I think that that might resonate or might hit with them. I don't like when people say, Oh, you gotta watch this. Why haven't you watched this? This is great. And then I watch it and I'm like, What did I just watch? How was this great? <laughs> um
2: Yeah. But
0: I'm I'm like you, I'm like a movie snob when it comes to certain things too. So um but yeah, that's that's my take on it. I, I feel like it, it needs a resurgence. It needs something. I, I don't know um, what it needs, but we need something. True
1: enough. And um when you said that, there's a meme I posted I think about a week ago. It said there's two type of horror uh, movie people. There's um, I there's the first one is the I only watch movie for the depth of the character and, <laughs> and cinematography, and then there's the other one, yeah, I'm gonna watch Sleep Away Camp 3 at 4 in the morning,
0: <laughs> right? And I think you said you yeah. were both, and I said I'm both. <laughs> you
1: can be both, people.
0: <laughs> we are both, yeah, I You're definitely right. am both. Um, I, I like Midsummer because of the cinematography and the story mm. and everything, but then I also like. What happens in *Midsummer*, which is totally,
1: yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. This is another episode, but um, and movies with like um *Midsummer* and *Hereditary*, same director. Right. People aren't patient for um certain type of horror movies, you know. And if there's a lot people getting hacked up every ten to fifteen minutes, they think it's boring.
0: I think we've been, I think they've been conditioned. I, I don't want to say yes. we, but I think they've been conditioned for the jump scares. Yeah, if it's not a oh, jump scare, then it's that's not a whole nother. Yeah. That's yeah, a whole and other, other a,
1: discussion. Man, you, yeah, you open up the a whole other can of worms because jump scares. And it's, it's just that's like, like um,
0: the, that's a tired trope, man. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's. it could bad. be done
1: well if you build up correctly. If it's done but
0: well, yeah.
1: And the, the, the damn cat jumping out. <laughs>
0: Who's throwing these cats? Yeah, How it's um community
1: own? is a great show, by the way. I, I think know, I that's know. the I joke gonna... you're going for. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but it's it's just that ridiculous. I, that's why I love that joke so much.
0: I do the, too, these, and everybody um, should because we all know. It's like who's throwing fifteen cats every five minutes is a cat supernova Come on, man. And
1: um and don't get it wrong, people, it's not that we don't like jump scares, it's that no don't like cheap jump scares.
0: Do it do it effectively to where right. I'm like, Holy crap, I didn't see that coming, you know?
1: exactly it's um like one of the best i want you um the audience here to watch a movie um called uh the exorcist three underrated movie and um i think shout factory has a really excellent edition of it but this movie has one of the best jump scares oh in anything. i
0: you know what you're talking about i about died and, <laughs> and that is a really underrated film let me yes. tell you it, thinking about it now just gave me goosebumps when you said right. that I am goosebumps Because it really is really creepy yeah.
2: Oh my goodness So <laughs> Great
0: thank you for an... that I'm not going <laughs> to sleep tonight
1: oh, you <laughs> But no But I mentioned Shout Factory specifically because I want you all To see um, what happened with this movie The studio unfortunately uh, I think it was a, it was a Masterpiece it's still a good movie It was a masterpiece but they wanted to use This Exorcist 3 name and then they filmed the movie like, oh, there's not an actual exorcism in the movie, and you know they snatched away. And but anyway, that's that's a whole nother. But check mm-hmm. out that movie is if you want to see what a great jump scare is. Just my that goodness. as an example.
0: That's fantastic. That's that's really <laughs> you you nailed it. That's that should be in the like a definition of a dictionary of jump scare because yeah. my God, I'm I'm still like creeped out because you said that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like um. You know, even scary movie, the the great parody movie made fun of the jump scares. Like, oh, it's just she was in the garage. Like, oh, it's just you, kitty. Like, oh, the horse. It's just you, horsey.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, but anywho, like we could go on forever. Um. But Donna, definitely appreciate you coming on the show, and um, hopefully you will be back if I didn't scare you off.
0: <laughs> no, I appreciated you asking me. I mean, I this was my first podcast, um, and I really enjoy doing it so yeah whenever oh, you thank you thank want you. me to knock on the door i'll walk right in
1: sweet sweet i appreciate that and tell the folks um how to see your awesome uh, social media because uh, you gotta check it out
0: oh well um it's just donna the dead um it's instagram so if you look up, and the is t-h-a so donna the dead
1: and um, um donna underscore between each
2: word right
0: that's correct. I'm sorry. I never think about that because I don't ever look myself up. But yeah, it's Donna underscore the T-H-A underscore dead. Like dead as doornails.
1: <laughs> Excellent. But uh, once again, thanks thanks Donna for the, um, the list and people, um, hopefully you all will check those movies out if you haven't seen them and um, open up your mind and discover some great movies within this genre if you haven't and have a great Halloween and Halloween season and be safe out there and, and given the circumstances I wouldn't go trick or treat but that's just me <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> even if safe. I gave out full size bars you wouldn't come to my if I gave out full size candy
2: bars
0: <laughs> you would be there in a
2: heartbeat
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway
0: thank you for having me though. no that's no problem
1: fun. but um, everybody be safe and um, as always Um, Go back and check out the previous episodes if you haven't. And until the next one, be excellent to each other. Take it easy.